How's it going, Longhorn Nation? Welcome to Texas Talk, your one-stop shop for everything involving Texas Longhorns football. I'm your host, Ryan McAloon, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Michael Farber. We are recording on Tuesday, July 19th, and I teased a little bit at the end of last week's show, but Michael and I will be drafting a backyard football team using only uh, past Texas football players. Before we get into it, though, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you're listening. Also, make sure to check out our website, texas-talk.com. On the website, you'll be able to find the Longhorns roster, depth chart, recruiting targets, any trending news, plus our analysis on the team. So be sure to check us out. Um, I just updated the Longhorns roster and depth chart, so it includes all the new rookies and transfers that uh, weren't a part of the uh, spring spring camp. And the depth chart is more of a projection at this point, but um, I think it, it'll be pretty accurate for week one at least. Um, so like I said before, be sure to check that out. With all of that said, though, um, before we get into the rules on the draft and stuff, uh, Michael, how you doing, man? I missed you last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you who didn't know uh, – last weekend it's kind of rough uh it was a pretty good day overall pretty good weekend until the very end um somebody uh decided to go in my truck and take my wallet out and spend a whole lot of money on my cards so that was fun so i i had to deal with that um so that that's the reason i was gone last week but you know ryan ryan always holds it down he keeps it real and does great without me <laughs> I, I tried my best but you know this podcast is always missing something without you it's, you know i don't think the listeners love my monologue they they kind of like the back and forth a little bit so uh we're happy to have you back but okay. i appreciate it <laughs> um but yeah i mean in the next couple of weeks well besides the the wallet i i assume you got that all kind of sorted out yeah did you yeah. at least did you at least make up for it and had a good weekend uh this weekend yeah yeah had a pretty good weekend um you know always got to go out and golf um but it is i mean it is stupid hot right now uh, yeah. i think it's 107 outside and it feels like 110 or something so i i don't think i'm going to be doing any golfing this week i'm going to take a week off yeah, you know what? Actually, I was just talking to my buddy about this. Um, long story short, I'm in a golf pool. So mm -hmm. you you basically just uh, bet all the majors and they kind of tier your golfers um, based on world rankings. So like maybe at the top 10, you pick one golfer from that tier. Mm -hmm. uh, 11 through 20, different tier, you pick a different golfer from that tier. And you add up all those scores lowest score obviously wins that major um so that has alone gotten me into golfing just the betting aspect of it is nice is absolutely exhilarating and i was talking to my buddy he's a huge golfer um and he was saying like and i was telling him i'm like you know what dude i'm low-key getting into golf like i think i want to start <laughs> golfing so uh so yeah i think that's gonna be my uh what I'm going to be doing the rest of this summer and uh, into fall is I think I'm going to get start getting into golf, man. It is. Uh, if you play with good people, fun people to hang around, it's very relaxing, very good time. I mean, obviously right. you're going to, you get frustrated at yourself, but overall it's, right. it's super relaxing out there. Just hanging out with good people. Um, 
and I, I really enjoy it. So uh, we'll have to meet up sometime and go play around a golf. Absolutely. Next time, <laughs> maybe we'll meet in Austin. Maybe yeah. in, uh, in Kansas or you're in Chicago. Yeah, we'll definitely play around or two. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, my clubs right now are uh, $20 from a garage sale about 15 <laughs> years ago. So my buddy, shout out my buddy Connor, he was like, dude, you need new clubs. And I'm like, I think I have to like set a goal first and I have to I have to really commit to it. So I'm saying if I break 120, which I know is so bad, but <laughs> if I break 120, I think I'll buy myself a new pair of clubs, but I got to I got to make myself jump one small little hurdle first, you know what I'm saying? Hey, so. we all, we all start somewhere. I, I remember when I first started, <laughs> I I was probably around that range and now, you know, I it's been a while since I've shot over 95. Really? So, You're that good? Holy sh- Wow. Well, that's not really Damn. good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, to that, me it that, is. That, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I also hold, like, I get so upset when I hit a bad shot. And I I get upset like I'm a professional golfer and I'm supposed to, you know, shoot 12 under par uh, in a weekend. And I'm like, man, I, how, do, how do you miss a green from 50 yards out? But, right. but, but yeah, after a while, you'll, you'll start to dial it in and and it becomes a lot easier and that's when it gets more relaxing and enjoyable but uh yeah golf golf's good to get into especially as you get older and it's real relaxing and easy on the body unlike some other sports yeah absolutely yeah i'm excited my journey starts uh well in a couple weeks because uh, <laughs> i am going i'm leaving for greece on friday i know we're getting that's a little right. bit off tangent now yeah but, that's right um, yeah, so Michael actually might be holding it down without me, uh, for the next couple of weeks. We'll kind of see, we're kind of playing it by year. Um, if, if I can work out, maybe hopping on the pod, at least for a little bit while I'm in Greece. And, um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Enough of a tangent. Um, let's, uh, let's explain these rules. I'm excited for this. So the premise is it's going to be kind of like a backyard football game. Um, and we're going to use Texas players. And I, I kind of mentioned this on the pod, but, or uh, before the pod, I should say, but we're drafting eight players. And I have in my notes from 2010 to 2021. So that would exclude um, this last recruiting class that have guys like justice Finkley, as well as the transfers that have guys like Quinn Ewers. Um, is that how you had it too, or do you have some of those uh, new players on your on your list? Um, just going through my list, I, I think it's I think I have I don't have any transfers on there, so I think we should be all right there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So do you want to just stick with uh, like who has played for Texas? Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. Then? I like that. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. Now back to the rules. Um, like I said, it's kind of going to be like a backyard football field, but we're going to have some baselines just so the rosters keep some sort of form. Um, on offense, and sorry, these eight players will be playing on offense and defense. So um, they'll be playing both sides of the ball, obviously, just like you would with your buddies. Um, on offense, you, you're going to have to have three offensive linemen um, at all times. And then all other positions can be filled out however you see fit. Um, 
you could have, you know, a quarterback, running back, three wide receivers. You could have five running backs if you want. Um, just go complete wing T here. Um, but <laughs> that's um, so that's really the only rules on offense. On defense is kind of the same thing. You have to have two uh, pass rushers at all times. So two defensive linemen, obviously they can come from the edge or they can be bigger bodies, um, but you can't rush more than three players. So you can't just send five guys and the other guy only has three offensive linemen <laughs> either. So there has to be some kind of yeah. um, form there. So you can rush three players, just can't rush more, but you only have to rush two. Um, that'll leave you room for some hybrid players, but um, the rest of your defense will obviously just be filled out with like linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties, however, however you kind of want to split those, those guys up. Um, did I do a good job explaining that? Do you have any questions or is there anything I missed? I, I don't have any questions. Um, so it's going to be okay. fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, second part of this is drafting. I figured um, I don't care if I go first or second, but I'm thinking we'll do a snake draft. So whoever gets first pick, then the other person gets two and three. Then, then the person who went first gets four and five, so forth and so on. So you'll just keep getting back to back picks at the end or uh, after the first pick. So would you rather I'll, I'll put the ball in your court here. Would you rather the first pick or would you rather two and three and then go from there? You know what? I'll, I'll let you have first pick. Okay. All right. I'm <laughs> excited. Um, I I had I was I was ready for both, but um, yeah, I'm excited for for my for my first pick. So um, yeah, I don't know. You're ready to go? Let's get right into it then. Yeah, let's get rolling. All right, man. I'm picking Sam Ellinger. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is. Um, I mean, there's a couple other quarterbacks in there, but I think Sam Ellinger is clearly the best option. Um, as for the – and I think the defensive side and the offensive side, honestly, it's going to be pretty interchangeable. For right now, though, I'm just going to put Sam Ellinger as my safety. Um, but obviously, depending on how the rest of my draft goes, I might – I might kind of switch that up and obviously you're free to as well. Yeah. Um, so, all right. I mean, I think Sam Ellinger is pretty self-explanatory there. So um, if you're, if you're ready, you can hit yours. With my first pick, I am going to take um, Bijan Robinson. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was in between him or uh, Deontay Foreman. And obviously, you know, um, I think recency has me a little bit biased because, you know, Deontay Foreman was such a great running back um, his right. last couple of years at Texas. But um, Bijan, in my mind, is is the back kind of thing. He's uh, right. the guy for the job. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna take him. And I'll, Where I'll do you ahead. think you're going to put him on the defensive side of the oh, ball? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's hmm. – and again, you could change this as you as your team develops, but um, let's put him at um, DB for now. We'll put him at okay. DB. Perfect. All right. All right, and then pick number three. I'm going to go ahead and jump into that one. I'm going to take Earl Thomas. 
early. Oh my gosh. Early 2010s player. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did he make – I missed – that's a huge miss on my part. So Let, let me just I, pull it up to double check, but I – okay. Let me see. Earl Thomas was a junior in 2010 uh, for wow. Texas. Huge miss on me. Yeah, wow. Great, great call there. So I'm going to put him at uh, wide receiver and obviously uh, DB. But, yeah. yeah, Earl Thomas, I mean – one of the greatest defensive backs in Texas football history. Um, and he, he's one of those playmaker guys who can go up and get the ball at wide receiver too. So I, I'm really happy with that pick. Yeah, I'm actually really glad you gave me uh, the first overall pick because in my notes, I completely missed on Earl Thomas being there. Um, <laughs> so I, you would have been able to get him uh, in the in the second oh, round here. Yeah. But, <laughs> um all right. You know what? Kind of in the same vein as you, I think I'm going to draft another incredibly athletic safety here. Play him at wide receiver as well, and that's Caden Stearns. Um, Ooh. Obviously, he never developed quite like we all wanted him to at Texas, but his athleticism is still like absolutely insane. So I think feel like he would be a great fit at wide receiver as well and kind of give uh, Sam Ellinger a little bit of dynamic playmaking uh, at safety or I mean at wide receiver and he would also probably be my safety somewhere along the defensive uh, backfield and then with my second pick now this one's a little tricky I think this might be recency bias but I think I'm going to go Xavier Worthy here um I just feel like his um, – I'm typing all these out here. <laughs> I feel, one, he gives Sam Ellinger the best weapon that Sam Ellinger's ever played with. Um, yeah. Just – and then, I mean, as good he is – as good as he is as a wide receiver, I, I can't imagine him being bad as a, as a cornerback. You know, I feel like he would be able to kind of stick with anybody um, – mainly right now on your team, Earl Thomas, I feel like he has the athleticism to kind of stick with him at all times right now. Yeah, I, I could see that. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Let's go with – so I could wait on quarterback. That I'm not taking quarterback anytime soon because – Right. Unless unless uh, you want to take two quarterbacks, which – Yeah, which is, I could which, run – I could run a two-quarterback system. Sam Ellinger can play running back probably being honest that, that's true <laughs> it's a little dangerous for you. No, i'm just kidding um i'm gonna go with uh devin duvernay at wide receiver oh, and thing. db um you know at texas he was amazing um you know he's still trying to build up to that in the nfl obviously with the ravens but i i think he's gonna have a pretty decent year this year, um, especially since they don't have much help at wide receiver. Um, he's probably going to see a boost in playing time. Um, but Devin DuVernay at Texas was phenomenal. And, you know, I, I think he would pair well with Dijon and uh, and Earl Thomas as well. Yeah, and you know what? DuVernay is one of those guys who you put the ball in his hands and he's going to make something happen. So <laughs> yeah. um, you do have Bijan obviously, at running back, but you kind of sniped him away from me because I could – I would draft him and maybe put him in the backfield a couple times with Sam <laughs> yeah. Ellinger. 
he would kind of be the lightning to Sam Ellinger's thunder uh, as a runner. Absolutely. So, Um, yeah, no, great pick. And I'm actually going to move him to linebacker. Um, Since he is a little bit smaller, a little stockier, I'm going to put him at linebacker. All right. Uh, With the next pick, I am going to hit – let's go with – let's go with a tall wide receiver outside. Let's go Colin Johnson. Yeah, great pick. Yep. Um, you know, everybody knows what he did at Texas. Great wide receiver. Again, trying to figure it out in the NFL. Um, is he still with Jacksonville or did he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he should be unless unless I missed him getting traded. But but yeah, he, he's still trying to figure it out in the NFL just like Devin DuVernay is. But what a great player um, while he was at Texas at least. And I'm, I'm going to have him playing DB as well. Okay. All right, let me uh, just write that down real quick. Yeah, I mean, Colin Johnson's just going to uh, absolutely eat up. I got two smaller, fast guys, but smaller guys in Caden Stearns and Xavier Worthy right now. So um, whoever gets him the ball, we don't know who it is. It might just be Dijon, <laughs> quarterback back there. But whoever it is, uh, yeah, they just got to throw it up high. Um, all right, it's my pick here, right? Um, yep. And you know what? We haven't hit it yet. I think I gotta go. I gotta go on the line. And ooh, this is a tough one. I think I'm gonna go Joseph Osai. Um, and I think I'm gonna have him play offensive line. I know he's small for it, but I really want him on on that defensive line. Um, <laughs> I feel like. He's going to absolutely dominate uh, on the defensive line. He's, I mean, I would say he's been our best, uh, our best pass rusher since 2010, unless I missed somebody huge. Um, um, I, I, I mean, oh, I you don't want to spoil picks either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to tell anybody that I haven't picked yet or you haven't picked yet, but I feel like he's close to that list at least. I, yeah, absolutely. He's he's so, definitely up there. Um. So, yeah, and I, I kind of wanted to hit the trenches, and I think I'm going to uh, double dip in the trenches here and go Sam Cosme with my other pick um, okay. in the fifth round. So, again, just kind of hit the trenches. Um, Sam Cosme is going to be on my defensive line as well. Um, and, obviously, he's going to – lock down the offensive uh, <laughs> line with Sam Ellinger. Uh, um, and your pick, yep. Let's see what what do I want to take here. I am probably going to go with um, my quarterback pick. Um, oh, okay. And with quarterback, I'm going to have Roshan Johnson play quarterback. Dude, <laughs> you, you, so – I'll just let you in on the little my little brain here. If you took the first pick, I knew you were going to pick Sam Ellinger. I was going to be <laughs> very happy with Roshan Johnson and just run the heck out of the ball. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> great oh, pick there. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, Roshan Johnson, former quarterback, obviously, in high school um, and started right. as a quarterback at Texas. Um, but, man, the – 
I can't even imagine what the read option will look like with Roshan and Bijan. And Bijan. We've seen it. We've seen it a little bit um, yeah, last year. Not but, enough. But I man, want more. Full time, full time Roshan and Bijan um, read option would be disgusting. Um, yeah. So, so I'm really happy that I that I that I got Rojo there. Um, Absolutely. And he's going to play um, defensive back for defensive me. Defensive back. You got it. All right. I'm writing that in. And yeah, that's again, that's probably what I was going to do. I, he's just, he's so good. Um, <laughs> like running that, that read option and yeah, you're, you're literally going straight wing T. You can give the ball. I mentioned before, Devin Duvernay and Colin Johnson's a big dude. He can block. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be a fun, fun team. Um, all right. You got, you got one more pick here though. And I'm going to go same thing as you. I'm going to hit a line with my next one. I'm going to take uh, Puna Ford to play oh, O-line and I like D-line. It. I like it, yeah. Um, you know, he he's one of the guys that has actually played really, really well in the NFL Yeah, um, with the Seahawks. And, you know, he was really good at Texas as well. Uh, so putting him to be kind of the anchor of this O-line slash D-line is – is what I'm going to try to do for now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, all right. I'm up here, and now I have uh, I have a lot of decisions to make. Um, I mean, with how your offense is shaping up, it kind of just scares the hell out of me. <laughs> um, I mean, just Roshan and Bijan back-to-back, and then you got – playmaker like Earl Thomas back there too. We could take almost anything to the house. Um, all right. Got to make a pick. Got to make a pick. I'm going to pick uh, oof. I'm going to pick Brandon Jones. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to play him on offense. I'm going to play him at running back. Um. I know Texas has had a lot of great running backs, but Brandon Jones is such an incredible athlete. And, um, you know, looking at his, looking at his uh, measurables, six foot, 200 pounds, I feel like he is the exact size you want at running back. And these are all incredible athletes. He's a five-star player coming out of high school. And I feel like he would be just fine as, uh, as my running back with Sam Ellinger. I agree. Absolutely. Um, I actually had him on here and I was, if I was going to take him, I was going to take him a little bit later and be like a steal at safety, but I, I like him playing running back too. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to move Caden Stearns to cornerback and I'm going to throw Brandon Jones in at safety now. Okay. Um, so I got Brandon Jones and Sam Ellinger as my safeties, Xavier Worthy and Caden Stearns as my quarter, as my cornerbacks. Cause I feel like Caden Stearns is a little bit smaller. I feel like he can move around a little bit better mm-hmm. um, with the guys like Devin Duvernay and Colin Johnson and Brandon Jones. I mean, he's like I said, only six foot, but you know, he picked a punch when he was playing. He's a tough dude and a really smart guy. So I wouldn't mind even pairing him up with against Colin Johnson or something like that. I think, um, I think that would be a fun matchup, even though Colin Johnson has the height. <laughs> yeah. Brandon yeah. Jones is that dog. In him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wait, is it my pick? Yeah, yeah, I think it's yours. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Um, positions I have left here. I have an offensive line and wide receiver. 
these are uh, big decisions again. Um, and I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go, now this makes my offensive line a little small here, but I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go Malik Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, I'm kind of putting a big emphasis on uh, athleticism here. Um, so he's mostly going to be my linebacker slash edge rusher. You know, he's incredibly fast, obviously. Mm-hmm. He was a dang good run uh, tackler. Um a run stopper, I should say, at Texas. I feel like he would be, uh, you know, a good fit. And like I said, it kind of makes my offensive line smaller with him and Joseph Osai on the ends and Samuel Cosme. But um, I think I got to live with it. I think Sam Ellinger never played with a great offensive line anyways. He he, he did just fine. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh so I only You're, have two players left if I'm Yeah. You got two picks both on the uh offensive line. All right. So I'm going to go with um Zach Shackelford to play my O line oh, okay. and my second D line spot. Uh he was always really good at Texas. Um, you know, he came in with Shane Buchel and they kind of came in as freshmen and played together and played really well together um, and even into the Sam Ellinger era as well. Um, so yep. I think he's going to be kind of my uh, center on the O-line, kind of locking things down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like this. I don't forget. Um, then for my last spot, my linebacker slash O-line spot, mm-hmm. I'm going with Jordan Hicks. Oh, I like it. Um, you know, he's he played really well at Texas, um, has had a very long um, NFL career as well. So I think getting him uh, with my last pick is kind of a steal there, but, but I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. And I was kind of between him and um, Malik Jefferson. Jordan Hicks is obviously the better player, but I just really liked Malik Jefferson's athleticism. Yeah, and uh, if I'm gonna have him kind of screaming off the edge there, um, I don't know. I'm happy, but yeah, Jordan Hicks definitely the better player, um, and has had a way better NFL career. So I like it. Um, all right, um, all eyes are on me now with the last pick in the uh, in the draft, and again, this is gonna be my wide receiver <laughs> slash cornerback spot. Uh, there's a couple names here who I just love. Um, there's two ways I could go. You know what? I think I'm just. I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna go uh, Marquise Goodwin. Okay. Um, again. Just my team is just all about speed here. Um, <laughs> I just want to be much, much faster than you. And if Sam Ellinger uh, can just chuck it up and away from uh, Earl Thomas, I feel like Marquise Goodwin would be a guy who might be able to outrun anybody in maybe Texas history. But, um, you know, 
anyone on these teams, I feel like Marquise Goodwin has a good shot at at winning those skull balls. So, um, yeah, it was a tough one. I was between a couple names. Um, but uh, I will read off the teams here um, real quick. My team is quarterback Sam Ellinger. Running back Brandon Jones. Offensive line Malik Jefferson. Offensive line Sam Cosme. Offensive line Joseph Osai. Wide receiver Caden Stearns. Wide receiver Xavier Worthy. Wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. On the defensive side of my team, I'm going to have Sam Cosme and Joseph Osai as the all-time defensive linemen. Uh, Malik Jefferson is going to be that linebacker screaming off the edge. Um, I'm going to have Xavier Worthy, Caden Stearns, and Marquise Goodwin at cornerback. And that leaves me with Brandon Jones and Sam Ellinger as my kind of safeties in the backfield. But, um, you know, Brandon Jones, I might move around a little bit and uh, kind of make sure that Colin Johnson doesn't become a, too much of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so for Michael's team, he's got quarterback Roshan Johnson, running back Bijan Robinson, Offensive lineman Puna Ford, Zach Shackleford, Jordan Hicks, wide receivers Earl Thomas, Devin Duvernay, Colin Johnson. Um, at defensive line, he's got Puna Ford and Zach Shackleford. At linebacker slash maybe edge, um, he's got Jordan Hicks. At linebacker, he's got Devin Duvernay. Um, at cornerback, he has Colin Johnson and Roshan Johnson. And at uh, the other DB spots, he is Earl Thomas and Bijan Robinson. Um, I'll give you the floor here. Make a case for your team or kind of what you're planning to do with these guys because obviously me and you are the coaches here. So we can. Yeah, I, I think my team's going to be pretty run heavy. Um, and that's just not with Rojo, uh, Rojo and Bijan. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be, you know, Devin Duvernay coming across, um, getting the ball, maybe doing a triple right. option with him and. And Rojo and Bijan, um, Earl Thomas, you know, he's a speedster. He's going to be kind of my deep threat. And then Colin Johnson's obviously my jump ball guy for the red zone. Yep. Um, and, you know, Rojo didn't play much quarterback in college, but he still has a decent arm. He can at least get it there. He's not going to be right. throwing 70-yard bombs on you, but but he's going to be able to do the job. Um, on the O-line, we have um, Zach Shackelford, um, Jordan Hicks, and Puna Ford. Um Two of those guys I feel really good about. And then there's Jordan Hicks, who, you know, he should be a little bit quicker, so maybe he can handle the speed rushers a little bit. Um, Going over to the defensive side of the ball, um, Zach Shackford and Puna Ford, they're going to hold down the run. Um, They're going to be big run stoppers, not really pass rushing. Um, Jordan Hicks may come off the edge every once in a while, but he may sit back in coverage a little bit and challenge us. Um, Eat up the running backs um, because Puna Ford and Zach Shackford are eating up blocks. Right. uh, Devin Duvernay is going to be kind of my coverage linebacker. He's got that mm-hmm. speed, quickness, athleticism to kind of cover a guy across the middle um, right. or get to the sideline to sideline to get uh, stop ball carriers. Um, and the defensive backfield, uh, Colin Johnson is probably going to be my deep safety. Uh, he can go up and get the ball, knock it away. Um, he has that yeah. link to kind of defend the ball deep. Um, Bijan's probably going to be one of my outside corners. Um, playing man-to-man, locking people down with his speed and, and um, his quickness. Earl Thompson is going to be um, – I'm probably going to put him – ooh, that one's tough. 
I'll probably put him at corner uh, because he does have better better cover skills than Rojo. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be Rojo and Colin Johnson back at safety and Earl Thomas and Bijan out on the corners. Uh, I'm locking down wide receivers. But, yeah, I, I feel really confident about this team. And, you know, we're going to run the ball a lot, and you're not going to be able to stop us. That's just how we're going to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is definitely my biggest fear right now with my team. Looking at it, I mean, obviously – Sam Ellinger, I'm not worried about my passing game. With Sam Ellinger, Caden Stearns, Xavier Worthy, and Marquise Goodwin, I feel pretty good that Xavier Worthy and Marquise Goodwin, one of the two has to be a combination of um, B. John Robinson and Earl Thomas. I mean, those, those are just like – Xavier Worthy might get locked down by Earl Thomas, but – um, as good as Bijan is, I feel like Marquise Goodwin could just, you know, put the burners on him. And then you got Caden Stearns in there, ultra athlete um, on the offensive side. Brandon Jones, kind of a weird pick. Looking back, I probably should have went somewhere else. But, um, you know, we're not going to run the ball a whole lot anyways. Um, <laughs> your, your team is probably too too good against the run. With, uh, you know, you got your big guys with um, Roshan Johnson and Colin Johnson at safety. Um, Those guys are two guys who could probably plug the holes, too. So Brandon Jones might just kind of shift into a wide receiver, and we might just go four wide here. Um, We'll have to see how it plays out. If if we can ever have enough money to pay all of these players to actually reenact this. um, (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good thing. Yeah, that would be a great day. That means Texas Talk has, uh, you know, hit its curve. I know we're already reaching millions and millions of listeners, but if we get into the billions, we might be able to uh, afford a pickup game of this caliber. <laughs> um, my offensive line is very worrying here. I keep saying it, but Malik Jefferson and Joseph Osai, uh, I feel good about them against the pass rush. Um, and even against the run, they're smaller but they're fast enough. They can just shed the block. They'll be able to, um, you know, maybe trip up Roshan and Bijan after a couple of yards. Sam Cosme's obviously um, my offensive lineman. He'll, he'll, I think he'll do a pretty good job at stopping the run. You know, he's a bigger guy, um, good wingspan. He'll, he'll maybe be able to eat up some blocks. Puna Ford is a little bit smaller. Um, so Sam Cosby might be able to have that length advantage there. Um, but, yeah, overall, my team is just live and die on, on speed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we better outrun you because if we're inside the 10, we're just going to have to hammer Sam Ellinger uh, <laughs> in the goal line, try to get in the end zone because everybody else is just going to win deep. So, um, do you have any uh, big honorable mentions or guys that you wish made the team that, you know, there just wasn't enough spots for them? I have um, a few. Yeah, I'll just go over the players that I didn't draft um, and kind of my thought process behind them. Um, for quarterback, I had Case McCoy, Gerard Hurd, and Tyrone Swoops. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking more Tyrone Swoops to play maybe that running quarterback and play linebacker because he is a bigger, I think he was six five or something like that. Right. Um, running back, the other one I had was Deontay Foreman, and I already talked about him. Um, you know, he he was probably the best stats-wise um, of anybody from 2010 to now. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I went with B. John instead. But that's all right. Um, and right. then one, uh, a big one that I was kind of surprised by that got left off was a uh, little Jordan Humphrey. Um, yeah. I was yep. kind of surprised that neither of us took him. Um, but, you know, he is a very good player. And um, there's also Jackson Shipley, uh, Marcus Johnson, and Dejan uh, Johnson as well. Dejan Johnson, sorry. Yeah. Um, but uh, for O-line, I mean, Connor Williams was one that I thought about taking over Zach Shackelford. Uh, Trey Hawkins as well. Um, and yeah. then I also had Andrew Beck and Cade Brewer in there to kind of play um, linebacker slash O-line. O-line. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they were good blockers. And, I mean, yeah. they're in the NFL, so they still are. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, they were good blockers. So I kind of thought about them as well. Um, yeah, I think – so if if I would have gotten the second and third pick and obviously got Roshan Johnson quarterback, I think my team would look entirely, entirely different. <laughs> I think I would have been so much less speed and – I might have actually gotten or doubled up on, depending on how the draft went, Colin Johnson and little Jordan Humphrey. And oh, wow. maybe a, uh, yeah, I would have went just totally big um, punch you in the face kind of football. If, if I would have just leaned in on Roshan um, yeah. being the, being the quarterback. And I probably would have had Bijan as well. Cause I would have had, you know, that second pick as well. So yeah, yeah I, I really think it just kind of, that's just how the draft kind of played out. And at the end there, a name you didn't mention, Jordan Whittington, I think um, I was really high on in this. And the only reason I didn't take him is because at the very last pick out, I was between him and Marquise Goodwin. And I was like, you know what? I've been in on speed the whole time. (laughs) I'm just going to go all in. If, If I had to take it back, I might have chosen Whittington over like maybe Brandon Jones. Yeah. Um, because Whittington is a guy who came in as running as an athlete, but he, he started his first year at running back and then he kind of moved back over to wide receiver. So he's a guy who could do both. Um, and being that good of an athlete, I wouldn't have any problems with him playing anywhere in my secondary either. Um, but I kind of, I love Brandon Jones and, um, right now he's the better football player. So I kind of just, I kind of just let him, um, go there. Another name that I wish I got on my team, but, um, it just didn't work out as Quandre Diggs. Um, I would, yeah, I would have loved to have Quandre Diggs on my team somewhere. I probably would have played him at wide receiver and then either safety or cornerback. It really doesn't matter. He was going to be, uh, you know, one of the best coverage players either way, but I kind of just started leaning more into the offensive side with uh, Xavier Worthy and Marquise Goodwin. And I already had Caden Stearns on my team, so um, I wasn't too worried there. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, a couple other names I had that I didn't really think I would draft is DeMarvin Overshone. Um, he's a guy who I thought I could play pretty much anywhere. Um, either offensive line or like a big tight end. Like I said, if I went all in on the, on the bodies, I would have maybe <laughs> played him at tight end and then maybe like an edge rusher slash linebacker slash maybe even safety, depending on how the team played out. Um, Alfred Collins, another one was just like, you know, 
he's an incredible athlete. So even though he yeah. hasn't flipped the switch yet into being that like extraordinary pass rusher, um, you know, in the backyard, it's kind of, it's all about being the athlete. So um, being so technically sound, like Alfred Collins has been lacking the past couple of years, um, isn't that big of a deal. So I was obviously going to play him along the defensive line and, and offensive line. So um, yeah, those are a couple names. Deshaun Jameson deserves a shout out because he actually did play both sides of the ball. So um, that would have been an easy transition, but um, I feel like the other safeties and, cornerbacks that we drafted are better athletes um and they were better defensive players um so far Deshaun Jameson has been decent but um you know he's definitely way more athlete than he is defensive back um and he got better last year but you know he needs to take that next step and he's still not like a solidified lockdown college cornerback yet you know yep yep so um, a couple, a couple more DBs going a little bit farther back. Uh-huh. Uh, I had Kenny Vaccaro as well. Um, mm-hmm. Adrian Phillips on there. Chris Boyd, yep. Deshaun Elliott. Um, yeah, I mean there, there's a lot of DBs we could have cho- chosen from. Um, but um, I, I'm happy with my team, man. I know, am too. Yeah. In a head-to-head, I think, I think you're going to be more of the big play team. Um, you're going to have a couple 50 yard bombs dropped on us, yep. uh, 75 yard touchdowns. But I think, I think we, we will it out in the end. We just run the ball down your throat over and over again. You get sick of it where you yeah, exactly. out and we win in the end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a track race on my side of the football when I'm playing offense, but on defense, I'm basically just going to have everybody on the line of scrimmage and just hope that <laughs> guys like Marquise Goodwin has makeup speed and Xavier Worthy has makeup speed. You know, um, if your guys do start running verticals, they can just kind of catch them. Um, it would be, it would be fun. And I'm going to try to tonight um, make this into some kind of, you know, I'm going to make it into some kind of graphic and um, we'll get it posted on Twitter and we need you guys to vote. So this is coming out on Wednesday. I'll probably save the graphic for Thursday. So we give everybody kind of a chance to uh, a chance to listen to the pod. And then I'll post post the graphic and then the poll under it. And you guys can vote who you think is going to win. Um, I think this is pretty fun. And especially for like, you know, it's the off season. Um Fall camp hasn't started yet. Um, so just kind of letting the days go by. Um, we already did our Big 12 preview. Uh, I'm not sure what we have in store for next week. Maybe we'll get creative again. I might be here. I might not. Um, I think I was looking at it, and I think it's going to be like 3 a.m. in Greece when we oh, record. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling it. Maybe I'll just wake up and hop on the pod, you know, um, <laughs> international. So, yeah, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, is there anything um, like any news that we missed um, that happened between last week and today that you want to uh, hit before we get out of here? 
Um, none that I can think of. The only the only thing that I can think of happening here in the near future is uh, Malik Muhammad is going to be committing tomorrow at five p.m. Um, so if you're if you like to listen to the pod early in the morning or midway through the day, um, you'll hear about this. And if you like to listen to it later on, you'll you already know he committed, where he committed, kind of thing. Um, yep. But everybody read about, or everywhere I've read, everywhere I've heard, everywhere you know I've seen is he's going to be a Texas Longhorn. So that's going to be a very huge addition to our our um, our defense, especially at a very at a position that's pretty thin um, in the defensive backfield, uh, especially the cornerback position. Um, so adding him a top. I, I don't know what the updated rankings. I don't know if he's still top fifty or not, but he should be. He's a, he's a very good lengthy cornerback. Um, that I, I'd be happy to have in this twenty three class to go along with the weapons we have on offense. But um, make sure you look out for that at five p.m. tomorrow, and and uh, hopefully he chooses the good guys. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, all things are pointing in Texas's favor at this point. And you also mentioned, and we kind of talked about it before the pod, but. Man, when I was I was just kind of redoing the depth chart, and it is a projection because um, we're just not sure of how this roster is going to look. But um, I feel pretty good about the the starters, especially on the defensive side. And going in the backups, and man, it gets thin really, really quickly. Um, backups at cornerback right now. I have slated two true freshmen in Jalen Gilbo and Terrence Brooks, and. Uh, Ishmael Ibrahim as well as a backup. And, you know, obviously Ibrahim was suspended all of last year and this spring. So that's kind of, um, you know, not even set in stone there. But Terrence Brooks and Jalen Gilbo, they're true freshmen. Um, Gilbo was also suspended this spring. So we really didn't get to see him. And we definitely didn't see him in the the, uh, uh, spring game. So, you know, with – with how young the secondary is um, and how thin it is, it makes me a little nervous and kind of, kind of puts the pressure on Terry Joseph to really seal the deal on the rest of these recruits that are, uh, you know, supposed to be committing soon, like Malik Muhammad tomorrow or JV and Taviano um, in the future. Yeah. um, Like Ryan said, it's um, those are two very talented freshmen, but, freshman players coming to a position like quarterback where um, it usually takes a little more time to get into the flow of the game. Um, You know, that's a little bit worrisome. Hopefully we won't see too many injuries out there um, because that would have them, you know, as starters um, in their freshman year, which usually doesn't turn out too well for, for cornerbacks. Um, Yeah. But, you know, hopefully we get a class. We already had several, two or three guys committed in a defense backfield. Um, yep. And several more, you know, potentially coming to Texas, uh, like Malik Muhammad, JVU, uh, JV and Toviano, uh, and Caleb Downs from Georgia as well. He's he's rumored yeah. to be visiting Texas, um, yep. which will be Jordan Matthews. Different. Is yeah, another Jordan one. Matthews as well. Yeah, um, but you know, it's it's going to be a grind, and we're going to have to grind it out all the way till um, early signing period when when most of these high profile guys uh, will sign their letter of intent. And uh, hopefully we have a few more um, in the class before before that time gets here. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned it, but Jamel Johnson and Derek Williams are two um, DBs that are already committed here. But, um, yeah, yeah, like 
like you said, we kind of need to keep hitting this DB room because it's still razor thin. And um, guys like Larry Turner Gooden and BJ Allen, they're definitely athletic enough to make the move to cornerback. So just because those are two guys and, you know, maybe these safeties, they move to cornerback, um, super interchangeable, especially when you're getting these high-class athletes. Um, you know, so Terry Joseph has done a good job recruiting already, but yep. he's got to seal the deal on at least a, a couple of these uh, big-name quarterback, cornerbacks that we just mentioned, uh, Muhammad, Taviano. Jordan Matthews. Um, and I'm not sure I had Bravion Rogers here. Um, for some reason I thought he committed, but, uh, I could be wrong. I, I don't think so. I'm looking it up now and he has a hard commit to Texas A&M. Yeah. I got to take him off that list. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, the bad guys already got one, so we can't let them, uh, you know, snag Malik Muhammad as well. Um, That's going to be a huge, huge gift for Texas if they can steal the deal there. Um, But um, I think that's all I have, unless you, you, uh, you have any parting shots here or we can save it for next week. No, no, I I think this was a a fun episode. You know, like, like Ryan said, be sure to look out for that graphic here um, later this week and, uh, make sure you vote for my team because that will be the winning team. Yeah, absolutely. If you vote for Michael's team and not my team, I am going to, uh, you know, I think I'm going to suspend you. You can't listen to the next <laughs> pod. So um, you get banned from listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, unsubscribe and then resubscribe. <laughs> and then resubscribe again. Um, so, but yeah, I think it was, it was a really fun pod. So, um, We'll definitely try to do something else like this, if not um, before the season, in next off offseason. Um, we'll do something similar. So um, with that, make sure to, you know, rate five stars. Um, tell your friends about it. Um, the best way to grow this brand is word of mouth. So um, if you love small businesses, that is us. So tell all yeah. your friends about us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? We're still growing. So if you have any comments or, you know, pointers, stuff that just annoys the heck out of you that we do every week, let us know. DM us. Um, roast me. That's that's fine. Um, we're just getting better every week. So, um, yeah, like I said, um, rate five stars, and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, as always, hook them. Hook them. <laughs>